Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday. It is May 12th. It's 2021. And we have 10 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. We are brought to you by superdraft.com. If you haven't checked them out, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. Love what they're doing over there. Use promo code GRINDERS. That way you get a instant $50 deposit bonus plus uh, 50% up to $500 when you deposit $50 or more. So take advantage of that deposit. And um, yeah, we'll have a super draft play of the day later in the podcast. I'm joined today by Creighton 12. Christy, what's happening? Hey, good to be here, Stevie. Uh, it's been a while since you've done the morning grind, but uh, happy to be here. It's actually my birthday today. So hopefully we bring some birthday magic to the slate. Well, I mean, you've been running uh, pretty well, too. So yeah. happy birthday. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on taking down a FanDuel seat. Or is it two already? I've got one. Yes, I got close on the second one, but uh, couldn't quite pull it down. So I've got one. Hey, listen, one is plenty. Um, you know, that's all it takes is one shot. Um, right. Pick the right stack on tournament day and um, off to the yeah. races. So Absolutely. I've yet to do that in a live final. Uh, I've yet to pick the right <laughs> stack in a live final. Um, so I've been close in a basketball. I've been close in two basketball live finals, but I have not um, been close in any baseball live finals. So, oh, oh. and then, yeah, it's, I don't even play them anymore. Like <laughs> I just, I listen, I live the dad life and I live the single entry, three entry max dad life. I, I have officially, stop chasing outside of nascar i'll still chase live finals of nascar or whatever they don't even call them live finals whatever the final is for nascar that's about it but uh we got 10 games a lot to get through so we're gonna jump right in we got philly at washington we got wheeler against lester eight and a half total in this game philly is a 147 favorite uh do you have any interest here in zach wheeler i do have interest in wheeler um you know i played in this last outing too um you know i like the fact that you know, this is obviously a little bit tougher matchup going up against Washington, but he pitches deep into games, um, did great against Milwaukee last matchup. He's got a 26% K rate, you know, he has strong control. Um, so I, I certainly have interest. I mean, it's not an easy lineup with Soto back in the lineup, but uh, certainly have some interest there. 
Yeah, I think he's okay. Um, the top of the order is really good. The bottom of the order is kind of bad. But, like, even if you look at, like, this season, Harrison's been really solid. Um, Castro doesn't strike out a ton. Gomes doesn't strike out a ton. We know Turner and Soto don't strike out a lot. So, I think that's the biggest concern for me. With Wheeler, he is going to probably be lower owned because I do think Woodruff and Cole Absolutely. are going to get a lot of ownership. Even Zach Gollin um, going up against Miami. So, um, so yeah, I don't mind Wheeler in this spot. And then John Lester on the other side, I have zero interest. Uh, this is a low strikeout pitcher, what, 15.7% since the start of last season. Um, just no interest for me. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I think he's just a good pitcher to stack against, too, and the Phillies have been hot and um, been, been hitting really well. So, yeah, no interest in John Lester for me. Yeah, it'd be it'd be fantastic if um, Philly and Washington scores a little bit more runs on um, Tuesday. Yes. Um, let's talk Phillies bats. What's standing out to you for the Phillies? Yeah, so, I mean, I have interest really in all of them, even, even – um, you know, Harper and, and some of the lefties in there too, but, you know, obviously Real Muto and, and McCutcheon and uh, um, Reese Hoskins and some of those right-handed bats are really strong plays. And of course, Harper. Yeah, obviously um, Harper and a lefty lefty doesn't bother me. John Lester is very good against lefties, but if you're going to stack this team, you got to have um, Harper in there. You know, McCutcheon's cheap. Ramuto's obviously in play. Hoskins is a lefty masher. Shout out Derek Cardi. Um, and Hoskins, 4,100. So it's not really that hard. You can go McCutcheon, 4K. Hoskins, 4,100. Singura, 4,200. And then pay up to get Harper and Ramuto. Uh, the stack very much in play here. Uh, what's your thoughts on Washington bets? Yeah, in Washington bets, I really don't have a lot of interest. You know, I have more interest probably than in, in Wheeler. You know, I mean, you could, of course, you could always do Soto or something like that for a one-off um, or something like that. But I really don't have a lot of interest in the bats there. Um, Moving on, we got Oakland at Boston. No total in this game. Um, I know that Rodriguez is starting um, for Boston. Do we have a starting pitcher for Oakland yet? You know, they have it listed as, is it? Caprillion getting his first start. They called him up from AAA Las Vegas, I believe. It looks like he's starting. Okay. Um, that's probably why there's not a line out for this game yet. So, um, Caprillion. All right. Yeah. Um, probably Caprillion is how Caprillion? they pronounce okay. it. Um, I wasn't sure. I mess it up all the time. So I have it bookmarked now. So I can just look <laughs> it up. Um, any interest in Caprillion here? You know, on DraftKings, he's like the minimum price, um, you know, so I suppose he could take a chance, but I really don't. I mean, I have more interest in, you know, Red Sox have been playing really, really well. And so I have interest in, in stacking up the Red Sox. Um, they've just been a, been a great team to, to target this year, pretty strong with Devers and JD and Bogarts and, and things like that. So it's going to be a tough matchup for him. You haven't been watching the same team as me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Red Sox. They're very. Team. <laughs> yeah, they're they're. Whew. I mean, we saw this guy throw a few innings last season. We really don't know what to expect from him. Uh, we really don't know how much we're going to see him pitch in this game. Um, 
So we'll see. But I think this is a tough matchup. It's he's forty five hundred. Um, you can make an argument for any pitcher in the four K range. So, um, Eduardo Rodriguez on the other side of this game. Do you have any interest in him? You know, I really don't because, like you mentioned, we've got Cole coming up, and we've got Woodruff, and you know Zach Gallen, and and even Mueller, like we mentioned. So. You know, he does a pretty good job of, of limiting hard contact. I think he's got, what, a 27% K rate. Um, so far, you know, he's had a career high strikeout rate and career high low walk rate. But um, I don't really have a ton of interest in him because I have interest in other pitchers. Um, yeah, it's just – it's a tougher matchup for Iran. It you is. Know, just kind of looking – they can go pretty right-handed heavy – if for some reason they roll out like Brown, Olsen, Moreland type of lineup, I would have a lot more interest in Erod. Um, much higher strikeout rate. Doesn't give up a lot of power to lefties. Very good against lefties. So if they were to happen to roll out some of these lefties, I would have more interest. Uh, but that doesn't mean like I'm going to run to play the Oakland Bats. I don't think this is a great spot for them in general. Exactly. No, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's just an okay play. But like you said, yeah, some of those – Oakland bat, it, it is a little bit tougher matchup, if, especially if they put those right-handed bats in the lineup. Um, yeah, Boston bats, I mean, it's a young pitcher. Um, they've been a little cold here recently. Like, they, like them in Detroit were playing, like, scoring a ton of runs, and, like, Oakland comes to town and they forget how to hit. But <laughs> I, I definitely don't mind a Red Sox stack against a young pitcher, and we don't really ex- know how deep he'll go anyway. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was thinking too. And, you know, getting like, you know, Devers and, and JD and, and Bogarts and, you know, getting a little bit of a stack in there, I think is great. Like you said, you don't know how, how long he's going to pitch into the game and, you know, one of his first starts here. So like them as a stack. All right. Moving right along. We got the Yankees and the Rays. It's going to be Colm. It sounds like it's going to be Yarbrough. Um, this is another game that we don't have a total because it was kind of late that they announced this. So um, let's start here with Garrett Cole facing Tampa, one of the biggest strikeout teams in baseball. It's hard not to have Cole as like the number one pitcher on the slate. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I mean, he's the clear ace. I mean, his, his strikeout rate is, you know, insane. 44% um, gives up very few walks. You know, he had a tough matchup against his last team or against Houston, his old team last time out. But he's had four double digit strikeouts in his last seven starts. I mean, he's just on fire and clear ace of the day for sure. Yeah, just, you know, he's clearly the guy. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to pay up for somebody, it's definitely him. I think Woodruff's a fantastic tournament pivot on Absolutely. this slate, but. Cole is clearly like your SP one for cash games. And you know, he's, he's the guy that you're wanting there. Uh, Yarbrough on the other side. I mean, it's a lefty against the Yankees. Like they, they just have way too many power righties in this lineup to play a lefty against them. They do. And Luke Boyd is back tonight too. So they've got him in the lineup now too and judge and Stanton and yeah, exactly. So absolutely no interest. I definitely have interest in, in the Yankees as a stack for sure going against Yarbrough. Let's talk about those Yankee bats. You know, you mentioned Voight being back. They got Judge. They got Stanton. Sanchez is the guy that hits lefties. Yarbrough is decent against righties. He is. Um, and he definitely takes advantage of this ballpark. He does a great job of limiting hard contact. So this is a scenario where it's like, all right, if they're going to be popular, I'll probably pass. If they're going to be overlooked against the lefty that doesn't really strike people out, I'll definitely play them. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see what the ownership looks like tomorrow when we start to see some of those numbers, but absolutely. If they're not going to be popular, they're, they're a great stack to, to put in there for tomorrow. I mean, I'd have to play a thousand lineups to start getting exposure to the Rays in this game. Uh, oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I pretty much crossed them off. <laughs> I, I could see like trying to play a one off or two because Cole does give up some home yeah. runs, but yeah. nope, I'll pass. 10 game yeah. slate, not going to try to do that. Don't play enough lineups to even make that work. If you were going to do it, Meadows, I guess, would be the guy. You'd want a power lefty that hits the ball up in the air. Um, and, you know, that's what Meadows does. He's a power lefty that hits the ball up in the air. So, yeah. Um, all right. We got Kansas City at Detroit. No total in this game. It's Duffy and Miz. Um, man, Singer, what a disappointment he was. Um, that was that was disappointing. It was. I'm more disappointed in myself that I played a 50% owned pitcher. Um, that's what I get for doing that. That was. But anyway, we got Danny Duffy. We know Danny Duffy is very hit or miss, but I think this is a spot. You know, we just have to shake off the Singer bad experience play a guy that's been pitching really well this season. He's 8,900. Detroit's one of the worst teams in baseball against left-handed pitching, and he already put up 28.9 against this team earlier this season. I, I have a hard time not playing Duffy here. I couldn't agree more. Detroit does not scare me one bit. Um, it's a great matchup. You know, he, he's been great. Yeah, he struggled a little bit against Cleveland last outing, but, you know, he's already picked up four wins on the year, and, I, yeah, I like him quite a bit. I know he's 8,900 8, over on DraftKings, and uh, – He's definitely in the mix for sure. I'll be honest. I'm probably going Duffy Cole. Um, I, I like, like single. Yeah. I like like, that combo. You get 3,800 left over. And after I figure out what 2K catcher I'm going to play, I'll have plenty of money to build around. So, absolutely. Um, the other side, Casey Miz, 5,200. He's super cheap. He's just not very good. Um, exactly. I mean, you can say that about a lot of the Detroit pitchers. Like, this is a guy with a 16% K rate, a 10% walk rate, a 4.9 XFIP, really struggles against lefties and generates ground balls against righties. But still, I think he's a guy you kind of pass on in this spot. Yeah, I agree. And he's really struggled with Kansas City um, last outing. And so, yeah, def definitely no interest there. Um, Kansas City bats. Yeah. So Kansas city bats. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think they're all interesting as a stack. I mean, I think, you know, Solaire is really, really cheap again on DraftKings. He doesn't really get priced up all that much, but um, yeah, I mean, I think you can, I mean, you can look at the whole team there. Um, Merrifield, Solaire, Santana, get all those guys in there and do a stack. Yeah. I think I'd use them more as a secondary stack. Um than a full stack because they are Kansas City. Um, yep. But Santana's 4,400. Ben Attendee's 3,800. You kind of pick and choose. Maybe Solaire is your third piece at 3,300. The only problem with Kansas City is you're using a first base spot and two outfield spots. And that is a really tough secondary stack. So I think that's the problems that you're going to run into um, when potentially looking at this team. And then as far as Detroit goes... Goodrum throughout his career has been good against lefties, but this team has been really bad against lefties this season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, really no interest there for me um, on the Detroit side. 
Moving right along, we got Toronto at Atlanta. Um, Ryu against Freed in this one. It's an eight and a half total. It's a pick em game. Um, do you have any interest in Ryu? Um, I really don't. Um, again, there's so many pitchers on the slate that, you know, we, we've talked about a few already that we really, really like. Um, he's talented. I mean, he's coming back from injury, but, you know, Atlanta has, you know, a lot of tough right-handed batters that he's going to face. And, you know, it's a pretty tough matchup for him. You've got, you know, Acuna, Ozuna, you know, a lot of those guys are going to, I think, you know, it's going to be a struggle for him. So I really don't have interest in him. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a lefty. It's the same thing that I said yesterday with Robbie Ray. And like Robbie Ray did not have a terrible game. He had 10 strikeouts. He pitched phenomenal. DFS purposes wise, he probably crushed. Um, I didn't play him, so I don't know. I haven't looked. Um, but I just, oh man, I don't trust left-handed pitchers against the, the Braves. And I know it worked out Tuesday. And yep. if you played Robbie Ray... I mean, you're definitely happy. He got 23 points. Um, so, yeah, I just – I can't do it. Um, I completely understand why people would. Ryu is not a bad pitcher whatsoever. And then Max Fried on the other side, we thought he was pitching on Tuesday, so the, the argument's already been made. We don't expect him to go too terribly deep into this game, and I, I think that's the reason that – I mean, sixty one hundred is so cheap. He is, yeah. That's that. That's the only thing. It's a price play. I mean, he's yeah, he's definitely cheap. But you know, Toronto bats. Um, you know, when they get going, it, they could certainly give him fits too. I mean, they've got a they've got a really potent lineup um, when they're all playing well. So yeah, like you said, really the the it just comes down to how deep is he going to go. Um, any interest in the Toronto bats in this spot? You know, I could see playing some Toronto bats. I really could, um, you know, getting Vlad and Bichette and um, Grichik and some of those guys in there. Um, Tiasker Hernandez, you know, if, if I played him, I'd probably stack up um, Toronto rather than picking some one-offs there. Yeah, I think it's sacrifice. Um, and then as Atlanta was my favorite team on Tuesday night and I probably don't play them. I, I, I man, Robbie Ray is a guy that just gives up a ton of power and stuff. Ryu is a guy that can generate ground balls, can get some soft contact. Um, I think if you're playing really anybody here, it's probably Ozuna. He has a 47% yeah. fly ball rate against the ground ball pitcher. Um, he would be the guy that I'd be looking at here. Yep, absolutely. Um, moving right along, I guess. We have St. Louis at Milwaukee. It's Gant against Woodruff. It's a seven total, and Milwaukee's a 153 favorite in this spot. Um, let's start here with Gant. He's had a couple. I think he's had, what, one or two good starts this season. Um, he's throwing a ton of pitches. He just has – his command has been absolutely terrible. And what better than to face a very, very weak Milwaukee lineup um, what's your thoughts here on Gant? Yeah, like you said, it's really just the command that he's been struggling with. Um, but yeah, but, I mean, you could make an argument for him because Milwaukee just really, yeah, they have a weak lineup that they're putting out there right now and nothing to really fear too much. So I, you, you could certainly take a flyer. I worry about the strikeout rate a little bit, but I mean, he's facing one of the worst teams in baseball right now. This team is so banged up right now. 
um, that it's just, I mean, you're, you're playing pitchers at will against um, the, the Brooker right now. And, and like I talked about Kim yesterday and I don't want to jinx it, but he's pitching really, really well on Tuesday. So, I mean, I think you could play any pitcher against the Brewers right now with this lineup banged up. They're probably a team that we're going to pick on all year. Um, and then the other side, like I hope, I I hope Peralta um, keeps going um, I because I played a ton of him on Tuesday, and I think if you're not playing Garrett Cole, you're playing Woodruff in this spot. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Woodruff has been really fun to watch. I mean, obviously very talented. And St. Louis does. I mean, they have um, some very good bats in their lineup, of course. But Woodruff, I mean, he has six straight quality starts. You know, he's had 11 Ks last outing against Philadelphia. Um, I mean, he's just steady. He's talented. And I I couldn't agree. If you're not playing Cole, um, you got to be taking a hard look at Woodruff. Yeah, I just you, you think about it. And like, this is the same thing that I said with Peralta yesterday. Woodruff's very good against righties. This lineup is going to have five, maybe six righties plus the pitcher spot. Um, They're just – they're back to the Cardinals. The Cardinals are a very right-handed heavy team, and that's just what they are. And when you have power righties like Woodruff, this is the type of guys that can beat this time of lineup. So um, I like Woodruff a lot. I don't like bats in this game. I'm going to pass on all the bats. Um, If if there's anything that you want to highlight, go ahead, but – if not, yeah. we'll move on. Yeah, there isn't. Cause I, I'm not going to stack against Woodruff, so St. Louis out for me. And there isn't anything that I really like in Milwaukee. I mean, I suppose you could argue if you, you know, needed a, a lineup filler, like, you know, take a shot on like a Jackie Bradley or something like that. Or, you know, if you, if you really needed the savings for a one-off. But other than that, I have no interest either. Yeah, it's just not, I don't know, it's just not a great spot. No. Um, all right, moving right along here. We got Minnesota at Chicago taking the White Sox. Um, it sounds like it's going to be J-Hap against Keuchel. Um, I know there's a couple things floating around, but that's what we're going to roll with. Um, for this one, there's no total out because there are a couple pitchers' names floating around. Um, let's start with J-Hap. I mean, I personally don't like playing left-handed pitchers against the White Sox. They're very, very good um, against left-handed pitching. And... Hap is a low strikeout guy, high XFIP. Um, he's just a very beatable guy. Yeah, I agree more. When I was kind of looking at stats too, yeah, his strikeout rate is down to like 14, 14 and a half percent. I mean, he does limit hard contact, but yeah, I mean, the White Sox have a very tough right-handed lineup and um, yeah, no interest in, no interest in looking at Hap today. Um. I mean, the other side, Keuchel, like it's a lefty against Minnesota. It's kind of the same argument. Um, you know, you have two teams that are very good um, against left-handed pitching. So it's it's even hard for me to I, – I don't ever play Keuchel. Let me just be honest. Um, yeah, either, really. So there's not even like a, a glimpse of argument for me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if you're looking at him, you're, you're purely doing it for a price play. And I'm trying to think his price is – what is he? Oh yeah. He's down there. He's at six, six K, but yeah, going against Minnesota, you know, I mean, I know Buxton isn't in the lineup right now, but you've got Cruz and, you know, you've got some good and Donaldson and you've got some good right-handed bats in there. So yeah, I just don't have any interest in Keiko or Hap, like you said. Yeah. And the problem with Keiko in the spot too, is 
you know, even Kepler in a lefty lefty, he's a fly ball guy. Estrudel um, is a, is a fly ball guy. Donaldson is very mixed. He hits the ball on the ground a lot against left-handed pitching and Nelson Cruz, is just a boomstick. So, you know, you have two top 10 teams against left-handed pitching this season facing off against two lefties that can't throw the ball by anybody. Um, it's a recipe for runs. So I think Minnesota is very much in play. But I think both of these teams are secondary stacks. I don't think I'm five-man stacking either one of these teams, but, I mean, that could change throughout the day. Yeah, I, yep, I agree. When I kind of was looking at some of the numbers tonight, too, for some stacks that I like, they, they definitely didn't make the, the first-tier stacks, like you said, more secondary stacks. But um, I do have interest in, in some of those Minnesota bats, like you said, with, with Cruz, um, you know, maybe throw Donaldson, Kepler, even, it's, even though it's lefty on lefty. Um, get some of those guys in there, Garver, if he's in the lineup. So um, I could definitely see them if you're, if, if you're building a few lineups, they're certainly in consideration. Oh, White Sox side of things. I mean, it's the same argument. I would, I'd be more likely to stack the White Sox than I would um, Minnesota because you can play a Bray, you can play Mercedes, Grindall, Vaughn, if he's in the lineup, Anderson is very good against lefties. Um yeah. The guys that you can leave off to, you can like if Eaton somehow cracks the lineup, he's a guy that you can kind of stay away from. Mancada um, is much better against right-handed pitching than he is against left-handed pitching. So, if those guys somewhat correct the lineup, um, you know you can you can stay away from some pieces in the stack. But yeah, I like I like the White Sox side. I like the pricing on the White Sox a lot more. Um, they make a lot more sense when looking at a stack. Yeah, they do. And I see Grandal just hit home runs tonight earlier too, but yeah, there's, there's just a lot of good pieces in there. And um, it, again, they, they're a good stat consideration, especially if you're building three, four lineups and can certainly have them in the mix. All right. We're moving on to the angels and the Astros. Every time I say that it makes me think of angels in the outfield. I don't know why <laughs> um, we have Heaney against your No total in this game. Do you have any interest in Heaney? Um, I really don't just because, I mean, I could see using him, but I have so many other pitchers that I like. It's a tough matchup. He did pitch well against Houston. I think it was the end of April um, that he played against them. Um, last outing, he had double digit strikeouts against Tampa Bay. Um, you know, Houston just doesn't strike out, but, uh, I suppose you could use him as a tournament play, but yeah, there's so many other pitchers I think that I like better on this slate. Um, so I'm probably not considering him. Um, yeah, it's just it's a it's a lefty against Houston. They don't strike out a ton. I think Heaney's very talented. I've said this um for years now. It's just I feel like this spot and like to be fair, he had double digit strikeouts against this team two weeks ago. Um, yep. so the upside is is, is there. I would have to be playing 150 lineups to play him. I don't play 150 lineups anymore. I mean, he is somebody that you could really look at, even if you're playing like a 20 inch or max, I think um, he's a guy that is an interesting pivot off of some of these top end guys. He's a nice pivot off of like Danny Duffy, who should be really popular. So I get it in that aspect of looking at Heaney, but the matchup stuff, you know, he's done it once. He could definitely do it again. And he's a lead against lefties. So if they leave like Brantley and Alvarez and Tucker in the lineup, like it's definitely a bump to Heaney. Um, and then the other side, it's your Kitey. 
I mean, the Angels lineup is not as good as it used to be, but this guy struggles against righties. He's very reverse splits, low strikeout right against righties, and like Trout, Upton. Um, obviously, Walsh is a lefty. We'll see if Otani's in the lineup. He's a lefty, but like this is a spot spot that I'm much more likely to play the Astros or the Angels. Yeah, no, I I agree too. I was looking at that, and yeah, it's it's just it's it is another tough matchup, and it's just yeah, I'm more apt to probably play the Angels too, like you said with Otani and Trout and Walsh. Um, that, that's a pretty tough matchup for him. Um, Angels bats, like again, like I just said, I I really like this spot. Um, for Trout, Walsh, Upton, Otani, if he's in the lineup, um, really like the Angels here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the, the four that you mentioned, and, and Walsh has just been really fun to watch this year. Um, and he's just been someone that I've used quite a bit. And especially like in a lot of times I'll do Otani and Trout and, and Walsh in there and just do like a three-man stack for the Angels. So, yeah, I, I'm, on, I'm totally on board with that. Um, That's kind of Houston side. I respect I respect Heaney enough, I'd think, to stay away from a Houston stack here. But if I were going to play them, I would stack them. I don't think I'd play one-offs here. Yep, that's exactly right. I think I would do the same thing too, rather than trying to to pick out or try to pick out some of the home runs. Um, yeah, kind of stack or nothing. All right, uh, we're cruising along here. We got Miami at Arizona. It's uh, Niedert against Zach Gollin. Any interest here in Niedert? Um, I don't, I, I just have any interest in him. Um, there's just so many pitching options on this slate. Um, and it's pretty deep. So yeah, just not someone that I have any interest in, even though, yeah, Arizona, you know, doesn't always get the job done, but, uh, how about you? I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't really love this lineup, but he really just hasn't shown any ability to strike people out. Um, so I think that's the biggest problem. He's probably not going to pitch deep enough in this game for like to be playable on a 10 game slate. So I think that's why you stay away from him. Um, and I, I like, I like Zach Allen on the other side. Uh, this is a big strikeout pitcher. He, when we were just talking about like Heaney, he was one of the guys that like, I think is a better pivot off of Duffy. Um, and probably going to be higher owned too. But yeah, I think this is a great spot for Zach Gollin. He should be able to go out and have a really big game here. Yeah, I agree. And I, I mean, I guess I didn't realize his strikeout rate was as high as it is. It's a little over 30%. Um, so yeah, he's got a great strikeout rate. I mean, he's always had really good strikeout ability. Um, he's been pit. He's been hit pretty hard in the last five starts, but you know, he did get five strikeouts and quality start last outing against the Mets. Um, and a good, good matchup now going up against Miami. So I agree. I, I, I certainly have interest in him too. And think he's a, a really good tournament option. Um, yeah, just, I don't have any interest in the Marlins bats. I was sitting here trying to make an argument, but I mean, it's better just to say like, I just don't have any interest. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I think it'd be tough to tough to do that. I think there's other cheaper bats that you could maybe look at, um, instead, but yeah, no interest really in, in Miami for me either. Um, Arizona is an interesting stack. Like they've had the roof open a lot lately. This guy doesn't really strike anybody out. Um, like we are potentially looking for a cheaper stack to kind of play. Um, yeah, I think, I think this is definitely an interesting spot. 
Yeah, absolutely. And their prices are right. I mean, you've got Walker priced at, you know, $3,400. And I mean, there's just a lot of pieces of it. Cabrera, $3,700. Yeah, they're, they're all priced really well. And for, for a good cheap stack to mix in, especially if we want to get in coal and, and some of the, and, and some of the higher price pitchers, it's interesting. Yeah, they just, I mean, they kind of make lineups work just kind of looking at the, the pricing on them. Like Kelly is super expensive and Peralta is super expensive, but like the rest of the stack or even a secondary stack is like super cheap. Um, if Smith bats lead off, yep. he's 3,800. If Cabrera bats third, He's 3,700. Um, so I could definitely see using some of these Arizona bats on the slate. Christian Walker's cheap, like a lot of, lot of cheap bats here. Yeah, absolutely. We finish it out with Seattle at LA taking on the Dodgers. We got Dunn against Urias. Um, any interest here in Justin Dunn? No, not at all. In fact, I, I love stacking up against him. I mean, the Dodgers, um, just have a fantastic lineup as we all know. And, uh, definitely be stacking against him yeah um the dodgers are probably the top stack on the slate and they're on the late game so they'll probably be lower owned and then i mean urias is definitely interesting here seattle um they kind of stink against lefties he put up 40 fantasy points against this team already this season like this is a spot he could go out and have a really big game if he gets the pitch count to do so yeah, exactly right. I mean, he has been playing pretty well, um, you know, kind of overlook his last matchup, but you know, he, yeah, he's got a 28% strikeout rate, low walk rate. Um, I think he's definitely an interesting, interesting play for sure. And they're obviously huge favorites. So, you know, certainly have some interest there. It's just always a matter of, of how deep he'll pitch. You never know. Uh, <laughs> but that's any. <laughs> that's any Dodgers pitcher. Yep. Um, I don't really have any interest in the Seattle bats. There's nothing really standing out to me. Like, I, I guess if you're going to play anybody, it's probably Hanniger. Um, he's 4,000. He's very good against lefties throughout his career. I wouldn't mind taking him as a one-off here. Yeah. And I was going to say, I think if I remember right too, I mean, Kyle Lewis too. I mean, He's pretty cheap too. You could take him as a one-off. He's just thirty-one hundred. But yeah, aside from Hanager or maybe Lewis, not a ton of interest. Uh, the Dodgers. I mean, this is a great spot for the Dodgers. Oh. They they should have a big game here. Justin Dunn's not very good to either side of the plate. So any type of lineup that the Dodgers roll out here, um, I mean, they're expensive for a reason. That's exactly right. But yeah, I mean, they're yeah, like you said, they have to be the top staff on the day. But it's always interesting because, like you said, they're the late game, and a lot of times they're lower owned than they should be. And it's nothing better than you know having a good first stack go off, and then having the Dodgers to to kind of finish out the night. But yeah, they're just strong up and down the lineup. But Seager and Muncy and and some of those lefties, but then of course Betts and Turner, and I mean they're just yeah they've just got a loaded lineup. Um, any final thoughts on this one? Nope, just just love the Dodgers a lot. Definitely one of the top stacks, like you said. All right, uh, let's play the morning grind game. I'll give out my super draft play of the day, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, we'll use DraftKings pricing and scoring. Uh, give me a guy under 8K that's going to get six or more strikeouts. Okay, I will go with <clears throat> under 8K. 
Um, boy, let's go. I will maybe go Ryu, even though he's going up against Atlanta. I mean, we just watched Robbie Ray strike out 10, so I don't think that is too crazy. Um, I don't think really – I don't love any of these guys down here. I think this is definitely a slate. You're paying up at uh, pitching. If anybody does it, give me the new kid. Give me James um, Kaeperlin. I think – why not? Let's roll the (laughs) dice. Um. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Who's my bust? I would say bust. I'm going to go over 8K. I'm going to say Rodriguez. All right, Erod it is. I think Andrew Heaney puts up 10 or 30. So I'll go Heaney. Um over 4K to hit a home run. We don't have cores on the slate, so you can pick anybody that you want. Over 4K to hit a home run. I will go. I am going to take. Let's see here. I'm going to go with Nelson Cruz. Nelly Cruz. Um, lefty Masher. Shout out Derek Cardi again. Um, two in one day. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of guys that hit, should hit home runs today, like yeah. on the top end. Um, Trout bets those guys, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go down and save a few bucks here and meet my old friend John Lester with Reese Hoskins. Hoskins like is that. a guy that just hits lefties really hard. Yeah, he does. Plus, he's getting up to bat right now with first and second, and he's 3% owned in my lineup. So hopefully, um, I'm giving him some good mojo. <laughs> Under 4K to get two hits. Uh, what? Who's a cheap bet that you like today? You know, for cheap bat, I am going to go um, – I'm actually going to go Justin Upton at 3,200. Way too cheap. Um, I like that a lot. He was somebody that I had written down. Um, so – I like that call. I I was trying to find somebody on Arizona that was under 4K. That let me go Pavin Smith, I guess. Tim or Walker. Um, yep, I'll like go Walker with Smith. Too. Yeah, I was gonna say Walker. I had considered him too. Yeah, good place. Um, give me a stack to score six or more runs on this slate. Well, I, I mentioned the Dodgers. I mean, they're they're probably my top stack. Um, other than that, um. I would probably say uh, Philadelphia. I'm going to take Arizona. Uh, Neater just doesn't strike anybody out. Um, if the roof is open, hopefully we can get some runs scored here. Um, yes. Is there any bets that's standing out to you here? I mean, we don't have a ton of lines um, out it. yet. Yeah, I know it. I didn't really see anything. Yeah, there's a lot that's not out yet. Um I think we can skip this one today. There, I didn't, there's nothing that like nothing that's like super standing out to me. Um, I mean, I yeah, I don't hate the over in the Washington game, eight and a half. But um, all right, my super draft play of the day for everyone. Again, if you haven't checked them out, use promo code Grinders. But 
Julio Urias is a 2x multiplier, max multiplier over there. Um, we got to, we just talked about him and how great of a matchup this is. Definitely like him. Um, I think the it's just he's way we wouldn't even we don't even call it underpriced, but the multiplier is way too high for someone with the upside that he has in this spot. So really like him and just kind of on the theme of what we were talking about. Definitely like uh, the Dodgers. Arizona has some good multipliers as well. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you guys are checking out all that stuff. Again, use promo code GRINDERS. That's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back on Thursday talking some more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.